From the Mercy One Studio. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Good morning. Welcome to Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. Father P.J., good morning. Good morning, Father. Let us begin in the name of the Father and the Son and in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that your family may walk in the way of salvation and attentive to what St. John the, per- the Prescursor urged may come safely to the one he foretold. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever, and the Father, and in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we have the St. John the Baptist solemnity that will be festivity. Solemnity or festivity? Solemnity. It's solemnity, a, solemnity, solemnity. So this coming uh this coming week. So what we can expect in about St. John the Baptist into the liturgical moment of the year, because when we listen St. John the Baptist sounds like a close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit... Uh, so so the, the, the Festival of John the Baptist in June is one of the oldest feasts on the calendar of the church. And it's, it's for that reason, among others, that it's regarded with the greatest degree of solemnity. It's, 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 it's a big, big deal. Okay. And it's a big, big deal um, because the role of the Baptist in salvation history um, has at times been accented maybe even more than we do now. Um, but he's really unique in the in the church's life and history in that um, we don't celebrate many birthdays on uh, on the calendar. We celebrate the birth of our Lord, of course, and the birth of Our Lady. But saints' days are typically held on the day of their death, not on the day of their birth. Now, there is a separate feast for the martyrdom of St. John the Baptist. But the, but the feast of his birth uh, goes all the way back. Um, you know, early third uh, century, um, and and it it's related to the dating of uh, Christ's birth, um, in part because we're told in the Gospel of Saint Luke that uh, Saint Elizabeth is is six months pregnant when Mary becomes pregnant with Jesus, um, but also because there's this recognition that even the natural order reflects the supernatural order. So just as Christ is born at the time of the winter solstice. Not as a, as a way of taking over pagan feasts, so much as recognizing light breaking into the darkness of the world. So John the Baptist is born at the time of the summer solstice when the oh, light begins wow. to fade, so that even the world begins to decrease as he begins to increase. I'm I'm not sure which part of the country is, but in Colombia we have an, a certain tradition, or I don't know if probably another countries in Latin America, tradition related to have an special baptism celebration, mm-hmm. the feast of the St. John the Baptist, obviously related to the baptism of our Lord at the Jordan. That part of tradition, it's to exalt it from my point of view, the life and the testimony about the sacrament of baptism from St. John the Baptist, but at the same time to make an, a remarkable mom, moment about the transformation in our spiritual life. Right. So, so the, the the role of baptisms around the time of the, the the feast of the Baptist is 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 itself very old. So, so the, the the great days for baptism, sort of in church history, have been, of course, the the, the great vigil of Easter is sort of the primary one. Uh, Pentecost was also often a big one. Um, Epiphany, 
uh, Theophany. So, so what is now celebrated as two separate feasts, Epiphany and the Baptism of the Lord, was for most of the church's history just one big feast. And there were baptisms then. That's kind of when winter baptisms were often done. And then this feast of, 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 of St. John's uh, birth. Um, and and part of it is sort of an accident of history, but also shows a deeply Catholic instinct, um, which is that, uh, you know, the the uh, the most babies are born in Catholic countries um, nine months after Easter. And that's because the Lenten fast has just ended. <laughs> well, in the case of St. Jo- John's Eve, uh, the Feast of the Baptist in the summer, um, it's typically just before Advent begins. Before if you're having a baby in yes. June, it's because you um, you you did the thing to have a baby <laughs> just before Advent began, and so um, and so it's it's a sort of memory of these uh, the, these times where fasting is is, is 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 taken very seriously, and I think a good reminder, you know, to, to people today, like that we, you know we, we we structure our lives, we should eat liturgically, and um and we should make love liturgically, and and so it's important for our people to to uh, regulate not only um, birth order, but, but, but to celebrate their bodies in that way. At the same time, we remember John the Baptist as a great martyr, a great martyr about the truth. That means also and a testimony of light that is still working in, in our days currently, you know, not uh, and a part of the ecclesiastical story. In other words, it's part of our faith and uh, encouragement, inspiration to follow up in terms of that sacrifice martyrdom and be confident in our faith yeah you know the the collective which you read uh, identifies the baptist as the precursor um maybe the more uh, common english uh use there would be the forerunner but the idea is that the baptist plays really a unique role in our history he's sort of the bridge from the old testament to the new he looks and acts and feels just like an old testament prophet but he recognizes explicitly the Messiahship of Jesus. And back to your comment about the collect prayer that we use it for our opening prayer, call my attention, may come safely to the one he foretold, our Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That is a, 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 a very remarkable manner, that, that is slight connection, in, I mean, linguistic but at the same time, in a spiritual manner, you know? He's always pointing to Jesus. You know, it, it, it was very often um, the custom uh, up until quite recently. Um, the, the, the arrangement we're often familiar with, with uh, a lady altar to the left and a Joseph altar to the right, that's really from the 19th century. Much more common would have been a lady altar to one side and the Baptist to the other. Because they really played kind of primary roles. And if you go to the Eastern churches, um, those that use iconostasis, the icon screen at the front, it's always the Virgin on one side and the Baptist on the other. Father PJ, and be not afraid. Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. Blessman International partners with volunteers and donors to provide sustainable programs for children in South Africa by leading 12-day all-inclusive experiences, sharing the heart of Christ with vulnerable children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you to Blessman International for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning provided by Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Bell Construction. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq Des Moines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now provided in part by Permar Security, providing security solutions for homes and businesses since 1953. Permar Security is a Catholic-owned family business supplying security systems, access control systems, video surveillance, fire alarm systems, and video doorbells. All alarm systems are monitored out of their monitoring center located in the state of Iowa. Permar Security, 515-244-5660, permarsecurity.com. Welcome back to Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. So we have a uh, very interesting symbols that are part of this dynamic solemnity celebration of St. John the Baptist. You mentioned during the break, Father, about the fire. Right. So the, 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 the fire attached to St. John's Eve is probably like in... Um, like in literature and, and kind of cultural history is the most common symbol. Um, the, the night is actually called bonfire night in England and Ireland and most of the British Isles. And there's still a strong tradition of this, um, like up in Canada, in um, uh, Newfoundland and Labrador. Um, they'll build these big bonfires and people will spend the night jumping around and over the bonfire. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's this very visceral, earthy, kind of natural sacramental inclination um, to, to make clear that the light strikes against the heart of the darkness. That is, as, as the darkness begins to, to take over again, that we're not going to let it win. Um, and, so, and so celebrating St. John's Eve, St. John, this great sort of model of light preaching against the darkness, which ultimately leads to his death and therefore his eternal life. Lamb. Lamb on a book of seven seals is another identification symbol, symbolic manner to St. John the Baptist. Right. So, so of course, John is the first to call Jesus the Lamb of God. So every, at every Mass or every time we receive Holy Communion, when the priest or the minister elevates the Blessed Sacrament and says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, he's repeating the words of the Baptist. Um, 
And he's associated with the seals from the apocalypse, from the book of Revelation, because um, the, the two witnesses of uh, the two, the two witnesses that appear in the book of Revelation, um, the fathers held to be the Baptist and Elijah, that they would be the two that would come back and point and say, here he is, he's, he, he's come back, that just as he'd come the first time, he'd come again. Um, not that John has like seals in the back pocket of his <laughs> camel skin cloak or whatever, but, um, but it, it, it's simply identifying John's unique role in the history of salvation. Camel's hair tunic. Back to my mind, that uh, desert scenario, mm -hmm. savage scenario, in other words, and the camel, a very, a very novel animal, novel animal, that keep a lot of water inside, to support highly temperatures, dry scenarios, right? Exactly in our journey of faith. That's know? right. So, so, so we sort of collect water uh, inside us, the living water for for the arid and desolate parts of life that will come later. I also think it's really important to remember, right? Um, we've got a, a pretty sanitized view of the Baptist. You were pointing out an image earlier, and you said he looks too clean, right? <laughs> and 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 he usually does. Um, John the Baptist, none of us would want to meet John the Baptist in life. He was frightening and and today would probably be locked up, right? He seems mentally ill. He's living by himself in the desert, eating bugs, wearing old clothes. Not, it'd be like a crazy naked person downtown screaming at you sort of thing, right? Like a quotation mark homeless, you know? Yeah, exactly. That, and that, that, that's, that's precisely the way we'd sort of imagine him. And so, um, you know, think more like a scary biker or something like that rather than sort of noble churchman. Um, but it's precisely he who's appointed to be the first one to name the Messiah. So moving that description about uh, physically dressing as well. So... St. John the Baptist, in this current world with a lot of sophistication, represent for us and a deeply encountered with the simplicity present of God in our life. Right. So the Baptist has nothing. And in his poverty, he has everything he needs. Simply coming to, to see Jesus and know who he is, that, that, that is absolutely all that he needs. And he is happy to die as a martyr for justice. Um, uh, in condemning um, in condemning the king um, because he knows who he belongs to. There's not even a question now. You, you use the expression happy to die, happy to die. That means love. Yeah. When we love somebody deeply in terms of our fate, is that really the decision that my temporal life is not enough to conquer happiness that endured forever at the eternal life. You know? there's, there's also a strong tradition from this time um, of dancing that is attached precisely to the Baptist martyrdom, right? So there's um, a very famous play from the 19th century called Salome uh, by Oliver Wilde um, uh, and Oscar Wilde, rather, sorry. Um, and uh, and um, that, of course, is based on Salome, the daughter who dances before, uh, b b before King Herod. Um, but the tradition of dance this night around and at the bonfire, this isn't sort of a hangover from pagan times. It's not like, you know getting with what we left it's rather taking on what's what's truly ours and that's the reason shakespeare writes a midsummer night's dream right this happens on saint john's eve around the bonfire on bald mountain like the 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 and 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 what he does right is he draws all these characters from classical sort of pagan folklore and he really baptizes them in the night uh, uh, on the night that belongs to saint john beautiful description and For me, also represent an eloquent humility about that magnificent mission 
to anticipate the good news for the world. That means this prophetical and a humble attitude is a beautiful and a delightful spiritual combination that inspire our days to living in a simplicity life, the, the sacraments, with exceptional benefits as well. Right. So the, 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 it really moves the sacraments from a place where they're um, just specialized rituals that are um, just sort of peculiar things that Christians do and become the sources for which the Christians operate in the world, the, the, the manner and the method by which we engage all of material reality. So, so we get a bad rep a lot, right, for being sort of anti-matter, anti-stuff, like, like Christians want to be all distant. From, and nothing's further from the truth. God took on flesh, and so our flesh becomes the vehicle by which we come to know God's goodness. Be not afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Savage Power. Nearly 70% of abortions in Iowa are chemical, more commonly known the abortion pill. At Intervisions Healthcare, we do not provide the abortion pill, but we do provide the medical information required to make an informed decision. If a woman regrets taking the first pill, she can come to Intervisions to reverse the effects. Our nursing staff is trained in the abortion pill reversal protocol, a medical procedure, but you can help us get the word out. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions or to support the mission, visit IVHcare.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bell Brothers Heating and Air Conditioning, supplying residential heating and cooling along with light to medium commercial HVAC and plumbing services. BellBrothers.com. Iowa Catholic Radio thanks Bell Brothers Heating and Air Conditioning for their support. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. The Man Up West Power Lunch is back Friday, July 9th at noon, St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines. Register at iowacatholicradio.com slash events and be part of the Man Up West Power Lunch Friday, July 9th at noon with Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back. Be not afraid. This coming Sunday, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5, verses 21st. 24 describe and a very interesting very very interesting piece that uh, connected with St. John the Baptist means alive alive so could you please lead us to read father the gospel is very long but um, friends this is the familiar passage of, 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 of the synagogue official whose daughter is ill and they and he sends for Jesus it's it, it, it occupies what's called a mark and sandwich so mark starts a story interrupts the story and then finishes the story but we're gonna simply read because it's so long the latter portion um, which is after the crowd uh, uh, has made fun of Jesus for saying the child is only asleep and they ridiculed him st. Mark says 
Then he put them all out, and he took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him, and he entered the room where the child was. And he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of twelve, arose immediately and walked around. At that they were utterly astounded, and he gave them strict orders that no one should know this, and said that she should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's not easy for uh, parents when the child had been living physical illness, mm -hmm. mental illness, emotional illness. And this current moment in our history during this pandemia seasons had been uh, very tough for many parents to understand what will be happening if something did not work well in terms of health with the children. And at this point, call my attention how this uh, perseverant attitude and a faith confident for the parents proclaim the victory of God about this situation. So I, I know that I've experienced a great deal in the last year, and I suspect you have too, Father, most priests. Um, I've become even more aware of how many of the little children in our communities do struggle with real serious illnesses. Yeah. Maybe not that are visible right away or something, but, um, uh, and I know that as we reopened, several of them, you know, were, were freaked out, right? Because, um, if, if people aren't masked and whatever, what do I do with my kid, my kid's health and welfare, all that kind of thing. Um, I, I, I think I, I don't have the experience of being a parent. Most priests don't, but, um, I, I can only imagine, and I've seen the terror on parents' face when they, they think there's something really wrong with their child or when their child's going to die the grief that takes over when a child does die. There's, there's nothing worse. And so Jesus steps into that moment with these parents and he insists there's life where they can only see death. And then he shows them that there's life even where they can only see death. To me, sounds like a completely deliverance spirit. Little girl, I say to you, arise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, no more dominion illness upon yourself arise life exactly the proclamation when we receive the sacrament of baptism we re, we reborn from the water and the spirit you, you know it's it, so the, the scholars have debated this bit right because um this is one of those places in the gospel of saint mark where he he quotes aramaic he, he quotes the original language that people heard um And whenever he does this, he said whenever he says the thing in the original language, and then he says, which means, and it almost never means what he says it means. <laughs> um, and and this is one of those cases, right? So Talitha Kum doesn't mean ex like literally, little little girl, I say to you, arise. Okay, so it what is the meaning of means, Talitha Kum it means itself? Like, girl up, oh, or, like little girl up. Right, Miha, uh, you know, <laughs> and so, 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 and but the reason that's important, right, is because he's he's highlighting um, the significance of the words and not only the translation. It's why translation is such a hard thing to do, right? Because it's not only like the the cognitive content of the words, but the content, the context in which they're said. Correct. So this isn't simply Jesus saying, um, you, like, you might holler at your kid to get up in the morning, right? Because you might say the same words. <laughs> Honey, get up. Right. But this is not that, right? This no, is no. something much, much more profound. Deeply. And, and, and he's using the language 
of sleep to talk about her, even though she is clearly invisibly dead, because he's bringing this little girl back to life, and he's showing us that for us what it means to die from darkness to, to light. light. Exactly. From darkness to light, literally. But at the same time, it's a commitment and commitment. It's an expression like with authority, with the power of light over the illness. Right. So, so Jesus raises the dead by his own power and with a word. And the Lord, of course, gives life originally by the word. He, he speaks a word and it comes to be. And so, and so Jesus is the word by which creation comes to be. And he possesses in his own person the power of life and death. He tells us later, I lay my life down willingly and I will take it up again willingly. Um, and not only his own life, but ours as well. It's important then, I think, to remember that where we find ourselves in the midst of life, especially when it can be so dark or feel like the shadow of death, is ultimately uh, 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 the place for Christ to speak to and raise us to life. And at the same time, call my attention, the girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walking around. So life means dynamic, quick, right. and continue in movement. And he orders she should be given something to eat. There's wow. always this detail about feeding those brought back to life. And, of course, how does Jesus prove his own resurrected life? By eating, by breaking bread, by eating fish, by cooking fish, right? So, there's the, so, so that this, this process of eating together, that's why communion is so important. It's not simply the magic Jesus pill, right? Like this, this, this causes us to dine with God. This is a very providential moment to describe spiritual feeding and physical feeding. So we are eating material food itself, mm. but also we need to feed in our spirit. We We're being fed with the same. It's, it's like I tell the little ones preparing for First Communion. You eat a hamburger, the hamburger becomes part of you. You eat Jesus, you become part of Jesus. This beautiful analogy, beautiful, beautiful analogy. So that satisfaction, it's only when the hill is occur, or also with a piece of reconcile the serenity of the spirit and the parents as well. Right. That's exactly right. Anytime God breaks through into our experience, right, that's ultimately what he's doing is, 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 is reconciling. The sacraments always reconcile. All of them. That's, that's what they do, right? Is they reconcile us to right relationship with God and with each other. And these miraculous healings uh, in, in the, the earthly life of Jesus are sort of sacraments in the broad sense, right? They're these moments where grace broke through and achieved something in these people's relationships otherwise impossible. And at the same time, we can make an apparel with the deliverance prayers as well. When yeah. something has been created, a turmoil, Obstacle. affection... Mm will be also the moment to deliver the body and the soul of the to be more in peace. Iowa Catholic Radio. So, Father, could you please send us with your blessing? May the God of life and love keep your hearts this day and always. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Be not afraid. Iowa Catholic Radio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Be not afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists. 